0: Two, three, listen. Hey, everybody, this is Ask Doctor Gans, the podcast. Stress, everybody's got it, everybody feels it, but what do you do with it? How can you get it handled so you can be the best? How can you handle it so you can do your best and, most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what we're all about at Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, alongside registered psychologist Dr. Gans Ference. This episode is entitled Joe and the Piece of Wood. Yeah. Okay, you got me. What is that? Well, I figured,
1: you know, listen. It's, uh, this is, we're into the new year and uh, r- around this time, a lot of people are looking to make changes. And uh, I love the fact that, you know, changes in the air. It's new. It's, it's uh, a new start for a lot of people. Uh, the truth is you can reset any time of year, but since everybody is thinking about this, we figured, you know, why not talk about how to do this and what, you know, some of the nuts and bolts that goes into making this successful. But also, why would this be a good thing to do? Why should we think about how we've lived? Why should we think about how we want to live in the future? So, Joe and the piece of wood, and uh, I can hardly wait. <laughs> so, so I, I, it's a story that uh, kind of came to me. So, imagine Joe. Joe was a guy who always wanted to be in business. He, you know, he kind of dreamt of the corner office and you know, with a nice view and the the you know, private bar maybe or whatever, right? And so, you know, he starts off and he starts off in the mailroom and he works his way up. He works. He's very diligent. He works his way up. And finally, he gets tapped. Right. It's like, you know what? Yeah, we would like you for our junior executive program. And he said, he's so excited. Right. He's finally going to get what he wants. And they say, well, you know, part of the perks, part of the perks of this is we're, we're doing we're doing an orientation. And it's, we're, we got a little harbor cruise we're going to go on and we're going to all get together and get to meet everybody. The only issue is that Joe is terrified of drowning. He's, he's scared of the water and he's like, you know, he's, he's, so he's really thinking about, is this something I want to do? Well, obviously I want to get into the corner office. I want to get the promotion, but I'm scared to go on the boat, right? So he finally, he figures, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. So he goes on, they're out, you know, an hour out and, uh, you know, the worst thing that could happen happens. The boat starts to develop problems. It just starts to break up. It starts to sink. Our buddy's thrown into the water, so Joe is panicking. He doesn't know how to swim because he's got this fear of water. He doesn't know how he does it, but he sees this piece of wood go floating by, and he struggles, he doesn't know how, but he holds onto this piece of, this chunk of the boat. And it keeps his head above water, and he's able to survive, right? So he's in the water for quite a while before the Coast Guard comes along, to try to rescue everybody. And w- what happens is the Coast Guard finally comes. They, you know, they throw the, the life ring down. And they try to pull him up, and they're having a hard time getting him up. And they look down. Joe's still holding on to the piece of wood. He's got the life ring in one arm and piece of wood in the other, you know. And they figure, okay, well, you know, the guy's in shock, right? He, this piece of wood saved his life. He's not going to let go of it, right? So they figure, okay, we'll pull him and the piece of wood up onto the boat. So Joe and the piece of wood are on the deck. They get to the shore, all the, all the survivors are going out, they're hugging their family. Joe is lugging this piece of wood with him onto the shore. He's hugging his family with one arm. He goes home, this piece of wood stays with him. This piece of wood saved his life, so he doesn't wanna let go of the piece of wood because if he didn't have it, he would have drowned. Well, you know, after a while, you know, his wife's not gonna let him s- sleep in the bed with her and the piece of wood, so he's in the, in the basement. He drags this thing to work. This thing starts to smell. People are, don't want him around. So he loses his quarter office. He's actually back down in the basement in the, in, the, in the mail room. This piece of wood saved his life, but now it's hurting him. The issue is that we all have pieces of wood in our lives. we all have things that made sense and were even necessary and kept us alive even in certain parts of our lives. And, because they were so important at those times, we have not let them go. But now those same things are detrimental to us. So this time of year, I thought it would be a great time to talk about that and figure out what are the pieces of wood in your life that you can let go of and have a different experience.
0: Is that a Gans original?
1: That is a Gans original.
0: Very nice. Somebody (laughs) should illustrate that (laughs) because that's a book. Uh, You had me uh, right from the get-go. Okay, well, where do you want to start with this? Uh, Obviously, you do your best, and... uh, Obviously, uh, that piece of wood served its purpose, but how do, how do you abandon ship, so to speak?
1: Well, well, this is the thing, right? I mean, and that's the first thing. I think the first thing is not to beat yourself up. When you do identify that, okay, there are these things in our lives, and, and these things can be relationships, they can be ways of thinking, ways of seeing the world, they can be um, habits that we have. Many, if not all of the things that we have that are happening in our lives served some purpose at some point, and they were necessary and actually probably productive at some point. But, you know, there's a there's an African proverb that says, you know, on your journey, once you cross the river, abandon the canoe, right? The idea is if you're walking through the jungle or across a desert or through the woods, a canoe's gonna slow you down, right? You've already, you it's, it's served its purpose. You've done what you needed to do with it, move on now. And, and this is the thing. So first thing, don't beat yourself up. If you find that there's something you've been doing that's not working, just admit that and understand that cut yourself some slack and say, you know what? I honor this. I, I, I understand that this was something that I needed to do It was necessary at this time. And now I'm going to do something different. So it's easier to start from a place of strength, and start from feeling that you're, you know, stupid or broken or you know, you made this huge mistake in your life.
0: There's something about being loyal to whatever it is, but at some point you gotta kind of cut the cord. Well, this is it, or is toss it.
1: the piece of wood away. That's right, you got to get rid of the piece of wood, or you know what, put the piece of wood into some special place if you need to, right? Or you know, if it's a tool, put it in the toolbox. You, you can abandon that sure. for now, but you know, you can always pick it up later if you need to. But yeah, you don't have to be loyal to the whatever it is that saved your life at that point, right? Because again, the piece of wood saved Joe's life, but the piece of wood was also giving him like gangrene after a while because it was rotting, right? So, So this is the same thing with relationships even. Like sometimes we've had relationships that were necessary and we're healthy at some point in our lives but now they're not as healthy anymore or they're detrimental or they're you know they're costing us time or money or like you know happiness or whatever it is and so it's it's okay to say you know what this relationship even has served its purpose i'm not gonna hurt you or or you know be mean to somebody that i care about but I can also see if this is not working that I need to cut ties and, and move on.
0: This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We're talking about stress as we do on every podcast. You can check us out on Facebook. Just uh, check out Ask Dr. Gans. It's as simple as that. Uh, starting small and celebrating all positive movement. This is what you need to do anytime you're making a change. Like we were
1: saying, you don't have to wait till the new, the new year. Anytime you can always, you can always do that. But, uh, we do better when we celebrate the good versus when we beat ourselves up or we kind of focus on the negative right so success creates more success and so when you're focusing on something that that has worked whatever it is it can be just like the smallest thing You know, okay, I didn't eat the whole cake. I ate like ninety percent of it. It It's awesome, right? So, you know, that's a small change, but it's a positive change, right? And so you want to you want to celebrate that. The more you celebrate that, the more energy you have. I think it's several uh, podcasts ago. I think we talked about the idea of getting you know three things on a list done, right? If you got a list of twenty things and you get three things done, eh. It's not so great. You feel like, well, all right, I got one point, you know, what, 15% done or whatever that is, right? My math's not great today. (laughs) But, you know, I I didn't get very many things done on my list. But if you have one thing on your list and you get that done, and then you feel energized, you do another thing and you feel energized again, you do a third thing. You feel like Superman, right? You feel like a superhero. It's great. Well, you know, in both scenarios, you only got three things done, right? So the idea is that we how we see things has a huge effect on uh, how we feel, but also how productive we are. So when you celebrate the little changes, that helps give you energy and fuel to make more little changes and eventually bigger changes. So this is what we want to do anytime we're try to do a reset for the new year.
0: But isn't that easier said than done? Because I know a lot of people just tend to, and and especially now with social media, where people tend to go to the negative right away. There's an element of cynicism out there, Mm -hmm. and people go right there. They don't look at the positive in any story. They immediately think there's got to be more to this. I'm worried that society in general is kind of going that way. And that worries me.
1: I agree. It's, it's, it's not a healthy, it's not, it's not psychologically sound principles. Right. But that, you know, people do that all the time. But, but this is what, this is why this type of, like, I always say this, I say it in my book, I say it, you know, when I do my speaking, what I'm saying is not for the weak of heart. This takes, I mean, it sounds simple and it sounds like common sense and it is but if it was really simple and common sense a lot of people would do it but they don't right and and so it takes a deliberate conscious effort to think about how you want to train your brain to think you it's it's so easy to go negative it's so easy to be cynical it's so easy to poke holes in stuff there's a saying that says it takes uh, takes it's far easier to be a critic than it is to be a creator right and so you need to you know, build in that habit of saying, okay, what do I really want to look at? Do I want to go down that negativity rabbit hole or do I want to really see the good because you, you will be of, you, you, it will benefit you far more for you to think about what you've done well versus all the stuff you don't have, or you missed, or you could have had, or, or whatever, right? None of that stuff, none of that way of thinking helps you feel good. And if you don't feel good, you can't do good.
0: This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We're talking about stress. You can check us out online at askdrgans.com. Okay, so back to the piece of wood. Mm-hmm. It's, it, here again, uh, it, this is a, something that saved your life. Right. This is something that got you into that corner office, and how do you just kind of wean yourself off of it, so to speak?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's 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 about really being proactive and strategic, right? Okay. Um, we really have to think about how is this going to help me move forward, regardless of how it may have helped me in the past. We, as humans, we tend to, um, prioritize familiarity and what we like and what we're familiar with versus what actually works. Comfort zone? Comfort zone. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a human tendency, but then there's a lot of stuff that's human tendency that we can overcome. Uh, but we need to have, we practice to, in order to overcome it, right? And so if we're aware of this, we're, if we're aware of this tendency, then we can think about, okay, you know what? Yes, that was something that happened and it did work, but does it work in the current situation? Does, you know, if I'm on, you know, if I'm in the mall, <laughs> do I need to hold on to this piece of wood just in case there might be a tsunami and, you know, get me inland, right? Or is this piece of wood gonna slow me down, right? um you know but a more practical thing is is this way of thinking is this way of seeing the world for example let's say you grew up in a really uh, like a dysfunctional family and it was like physically and emotionally unsafe it would make sense for you to be suspicious of people to really pay attention to everybody's moods to you know be very guarded and that probably would save your life or help you survive that really toxic environment but If you're in a different situation, you're in a loving family or, you know, you're in a school or a workplace that's very supportive, that same attitude that saved you when you were young is going to poison and and limit your advancement in the company or your relationships with people. And it's going to keep you stuck. So it's about, okay, what does, does this actually work for me now, given the true um, circumstances I'm in right now?
0: This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We're talking about stress. You can also take a look on Twitter because here's the handle, at Gans. Well, then let's talk about, to try to get people thinking more positive, Mm -hmm. I'm a believer in the infectiousness of positivity. Absolutely. If I wake up and I'm just, and I'm a morning guy to begin with, so this energy level that I have with you is, uh, it's not a fake thing for me. I just naturally wake up and I'm happy and I'm Mm -hmm. ready to go. And I find that the rest of the family feeds off of that Mm -hmm. and they're not all, they're not all morning people. So the question is, how do you take that, uh, that spirit that you have Mm -hmm. and pass some of that along to people that maybe aren't naturally tuned into thinking positive as opposed to negatively? So I I would tweak that slightly.
1: Okay. Okay. So instead of thinking about how you're going to pass it on, I would think about how do I protect that? Okay. Okay. So, um, instead of instead of seeing thinking that we're gonna like help people along with this just make sure you're feeling it make sure you're okay with it and it, it what it will do is like you said it's infectious it's natural and so they'll be around it and naturally they will probably pick up on some of that stuff so the idea is you protect the flame right yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. give the flame away too much then you might get it might get, uh, it might get <laughs> diminished right so you make sure you're feeling good no matter whatever the energy is from the other people in the family or your group or whatever it is right but when you're doing that they will naturally actually feel that because negativity is also contagious, unfortunately, but, you know, positivity feels better. <laughs> it's more fun. And so if you can protect protect that and be that upbeat guy, whether it's in the morning or after, you know, you know, a 12-hour shift or whatever, um, people are going to want to be around that. And, and so to some extent, we can influence people to be more positive, but in another way, the people who are not positive are going to kind of run from that and uh, you know they're gonna understand that they can't bring you down, and so they're gonna move on to something else. And it only allows room for more positive people to come into your life. And before you know, it, you have a whole positive group around you, and then you know you guys are feeding off each other in a very positive way.
0: We've talked in the past about a reset button. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy to hit, Yeah, reboot, anytime. reset,
1: however you want to word it. Don't have to wait till January
0: 1st. You, <laughs> you can
1: do it on January 7th, June 3rd, you know, anytime at all that you <laughs> want to do it, right? I heard this great quote. It said, uh, no matter how far you have gone down the wrong road, you can always turn around, right? Yeah. You, you never have to keep going. You, anytime you want to do that, you can just start again. So great time of year to, to hit the reset button on things and to kind of look at your life and take stock but you can do it on a tuesday morning in you know july right it doesn't doesn't really matter you can always do that so never be afraid to start over because if it's going to work for you uh just hit that reset button and start again and know that you're okay for for doing that
0: great story off the top great quote off the back this is and lots of great stuff in between uh, that's all the time that we have for today. And uh, by the way, we always love feedback from you. So anytime you hear something you love, and maybe if you think we could have taken it down a little different road, Absolutely. you're more than welcome to give us the feedback on that as well. And of course, our mission...
1: Yeah, we want to share this with, with as many people as possible, right? We want, want to, I want to make sure people get the little tweaks, the psychological information, the stuff that's going to help them feel better, do better, and be better. So if you like what you've heard, definitely share it with people that you know. Um, it's also a great thing for you to do is to teach what you've learned because that way it helps to cement it in your mind too and help you uh, to be able to access it for your own lives. So definitely share it and tell people all about it.
0: Hey, before we go, 2020 is here. Yeah. Speaking engagements, you want to get out and... Basically spread the message in oh, yeah. as many places it, to as many people as possible.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Loved, I love uh, public speaking. You know, like, yeah, so hire me for uh, for any kind of gig that you got, and I'm more than happy to, uh, to help bring this information to your group.
0: Also, don't forget to check out all the free resources, uh, and especially that free giveaway, which is nice as well. If you haven't done so al- already, just go to AskDrGans.com. Once again, the website is AskDrGans.com. That's it for today. We'll uh, see you next time. See you later. One, two, three. Listen.